Good evening, wonderful people of the internet. It brings me great pleasure to welcome you to episode number one of the FBombcast, a podcast that aims to deliver our thoughts, feelings, and expletives on the world of video games, tech, entertainment, and whatever else the UK government still allows us to get our hands on. My name is Cole Fermi, and joining me on this bold adventure is my good friend, Rorifet. Yo, good evening, good evening, good evening. Welcome to the uh, the very first broadcast, FBombcast. Number one. Number one, boom. Welcome. Very exciting. It is, it is. It's a... Uh... Very, very nervous actually going live just now. <laughs> you sweating? I am sweating my balls what, off. What's your, what's your damp level right now? I would say you know probably on a, a scale of one to uh, coming out my shoe. You know we're a good four. <laughs> a four, just a trickle. Down just the a leg. trickle, just a trickle. That's fine. We can deal with that. But yeah, so this is uh, it's technically not the first time we've tried to do a podcast. We've got one. I suppose you could call it episode zero. <laughs> pilot kind of episode maybe one day we'll release that to the world see what they think but this is the first one we've ever tried that is going public and there's nothing we can do about it because it's live on mixer and on d live so whatever we say will be held against us for the rest of our lives until no the pods get deleted <laughs> that's yeah that's true very true but um yeah we've got a few different topics to kind of run through um Big ones mainly that we're going to be looking at are two of the biggest games to release so far this year are Anthem and The Division 2, which we both put a fair bit of time into. Um, and a few different bits of like news as well to talk about, such as James Gunn being reinstated for Guardians of the Galaxy 2, to uh, various um, opinions on that, of course. Very hot topic. Very, very hot topic. But yeah, but yeah, yeah. so I reckon... That much uh, further ado, we we jump in without um, the first in our, our running order. We will uh, we'll have a look at what we've been playing over the, the past week or a couple of weeks, yeah. and uh, yeah, let's just have a wee wee chit chat about that. Yeah, what's grabbed your attention lately? Well, I've been mighty impressed with the uh, the console release of Stellaris, and I don't know if you're familiar mm. with the game, um, a 4X. I've seen it floating around. Yeah, yeah. So a 4X game. It wasn't one that I had on my uh, my radar for PC, but you know, apparently it's. Um, it launched fairly well, as far as I, I gather, and, uh, and then the improvements have really sort of made it become one of the uh, the mainstays of um, of a lot of people's um, strategy games. And uh, yeah, the console release, I think there was a, a lot of um, a lot of concern about how this was going to come across for the uh, the console audience. But um, man, I've got to got to hand it to Paradox. They um, they've done a fantastic job. Really, such a, an intuitive um, control system once you kind of get your head around it. And uh, yeah. I'm just really, really impressed. I um, it's unfortunate it's launched on the consoles around the same time as uh, some of these other games like Anthem and Division, because there's just there's really not enough time to uh, to go around. So wait, is it the the PC version or the Xbox version you've been playing? It, it's the Xbox version. Um, yeah. So the, 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 do you f- do you feel kind of like maybe I don't know? Do you feel like you're missing the whole mouse and keyboard aspect of it? Because like, whenever I'm playing a 4X game, I always think to myself, God, I cannot imagine trying to play this on a controller yeah see, see i'm quite but, lucky i came in um without any experience of stellaris on a uh, on pc i think if i played it on pc then i would have had a lot of issues um adapted to the controller but sure. they played it really intuitive so you, i don't know if you've if you've seen any screenshots of stellaris but at the top of your screen you have your resources no um left hand side you've got sort of management of your your people and your councils and things like it's a very in-depth game it's really you know and it, the the political side of it is uh it's so deep it just kind of blows my mind i'm still finding my way around this so you know i don't know if i want to be an anarchist or if i want to be 
very loving person, you know, it's very, it's very hard to, uh, to kind of fit that in. You with... know damn well you're going to be an anarchist. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it's, it's difficult because if you're the anarchist, then people want to fight you, you know, it's, uh, it's not an easy life. So I don't know, I'm going for the easy life just now. I'm trying to be peaceful, but it's, it's hard to say no to slavery, you know, but hell, I mean, everybody needs slaves, yeah? In space, obviously. <laughs> in <God>. space. <laughs> Strong way to start it off, my God. Um, yeah, I mean, whenever I think of 4X kind of games, um, or, or the biggest ones, obviously, Civ or Civilization. Yes. Um, is it kind of visually similar to that? Well, it's, it's set in space. So it's, you know, kind of like if you took the late stages of uh, Civilization and uh, and then started the game from there. Um, it's, cool. I, to be honest, I've not played much of Civilization, but like what I had played, I don't know if it was a cut-down version, um, but it's very tile-based. And this is yeah, yeah. It's almost like a board game in a way. Yeah, yeah. So th- this isn't so much like a, a um, it's not that sort of scene. Um, it is set in space, um, very much a, a space um, RTS and 4X uh, game. But the uh, you have like little um, solar systems that you you have to, to scout about. So I suppose it kind of is the tile system, but it's not laid out in such a way that you feel you can only move three tiles with your your next move or anything like that. You know, you've yeah, you've got the um bit more the, 3d movement to it I yeah guess. yeah and a lot more scope to just you you can send out your your planes to or your ships to him um, to go and scout anywhere in the galaxy um and as long as you don't come across trouble then they're, they're quite happy to do that so um so yes yeah, so you're not kind of limited nice. by turn paces uh, turn turn moves or anything like that so uh so yeah really impressive oh, it's all like real time all real time yeah yeah um, ah okay so that's a big difference then because civ is um traditionally I, I don't even know if there is like a real time mod for it or game option but as far as i remember it's all turn-based yeah yeah so i'm not sure that's like a big I, difference yeah it's a big difference um as i say i've not spent a lot of time with with Civ. um i spent a wee bit of time on the, the xbox 360 version i think that was fairly cut down so um mm. you know it's, it's not because yeah I, I know they have their home pc um but you know I, like i'm a console pleb you know me <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that no, no, no. There's absolutely not nothing wrong with that. But you know that that's my home. That's my calling. This is a uh, this is where I'm comfortable. Mouse <laughs> and keyboard just feels wrong. Yeah, I mean, whenever I was playing Civ, I always thought, yeah, this is this is great and all, but I wish I could just fast forward to the space age because that's when it gets really cool. So the fact that you kind of, yeah, that's where you start. That sounds interesting enough to me that I'd, I I would want to give it a shot. Um, yeah, yeah, and you know, absolutely. I think having kind of it doesn't sound relaxed at all, though. From what I'm hearing, people are saying it's pretty savage. Well, um, I, I don't know. I, I expect when you're doing the um, multiplayer, it will be quite savage. Like I, uh, I was speaking to somebody um, over Twitter. I was speaking to Tasty Lemons, um, a streamer on on Mixer. He's uh, he's picked up the console release as well, and he was like, "Oh man, I've been playing this, really enjoying it." And I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" You know, for years a kindred kindred spirit here. You know, somebody else that's uh, that's playing this just fell instantly in love. And of course, I was like, I'd maybe sunk about twenty hours into the the game initially over the, the first few nights of play, and. Uh, and I was like, when does the end game happen? And he was like, oh, the, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> you know, you can be playing battles for 40 <laughs> hours. But winning's not the point. It's, um, and of course, reading up on things like Reddit, you know, you uh, yeah, you definitely see that people are, are more interested in um, almost creating like a, 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 the RPG um, element of it all and looking at the um, the social, political um, dynamics of the, the world and the, the uh, battles that are creating, you know, so... It's a, and I, I kind of ch- approach the second game with a, a different mindset to try and look more, um, be more aware of just like how the um, how my race was and mm-hmm. like my political outviews rather than trying to win. 
and you know which worked out well because he got absolutely swamped and uh, and killed fairly quickly. So um, so yeah, we need to work a bit more on that. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds interesting enough. I think. Um, do you think you'll be streaming it in the future? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Once um, cool. Once I managed to to level up on division, um, yeah, I'll get back into rotation because it's um, it's too good to not to not have people seeing it and just fall in love as well. Um, the console release nice. has, has released um, version one point seven, so I, I think the PC version is up to two point two, two point three, something like that. The, the devs uh-huh. are hoping to um, to kind of bring them back in line. Unfortunately, not to the point of um, getting multiplayer, um, cross platform multiplayer, as much as I was hoping. <laughs> um, I was kind of hoping there might be the, the possibility to uh, to do some co op missions with with some of your pals um, online, but definitely they're, they're wanting to get the uh, the actual game to the point. The the, uh, the PC versions that which seems to have done a lot of quality of life improvements. Just now you're kind of limited by you have to spend certain resources to expand your galaxy. But in the PC version, um, they've moved on from that and they've um, yeah they, they they can allow you to expand purely based on money and uh, which is always good because you can always earn some more money. You know so that's yeah it. sure yeah be interesting to see how the development comes out. I, I actually bought it on PC as well <laughs> just off the back of the, the, the Xbox okay. version. I was like you know <laughs> just that. to see how it is. Kind of, kind of, and just, you know, because it was on sale, I was like, hey, you know, I'll, I'll give it a bash. Um, I guess but, it'll give you a leg up on the competition once the uh, the newer version drops on Xbox, the well, two point. See, this is the is. thing, like, I'm, I'm so worried about actually playing it, because <laughs> I'm like, man, see if this is so good, <laughs> <laughs> see if it's so much better than the Xbox version, and it's, you know, too advanced to go back, I'm just, uh, yeah, I don't know, I've kind of, I'm in two minds whether to install it just now, or just wait and see what the first couple updates are for the Xbox, and then, uh, and then take it from there. Nice. Conversely, I've had a completely different experience with the games I've been playing. I haven't touched the 4X in a while, but um, lately I've been playing quite a bit of Devil May Cry 5. And it's, it's you know, if you'd asked me a year ago, oh, do you think you'll be playing a lot of Devil May Cry? Like, and I'd be, I'd be like, I've never even, I don't even know what the game is. Like, it's never <laughs> a series I'd touched before. I'd never really gotten into it, mainly because I think it was a PlayStation exclusive for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, the first three versions launched yeah. on the, uh, the PlayStation's. Yeah, so I'd never really gotten into it, and um, but you know, as my job kind of leads me to, often I will be playing games that I'm I've never had an interest in before. But uh, that's kind of a good good thing because it means I get to experience a bit more. Um, and Devil May Cry Five has been really quite interesting, actually. It's it's been impressive in the way that going into it, I thought, oh god, am I going to like this? I've never really played many hack and slash games. I've never really played anything quite so. Um, I don't know glorified action style in a way um but no it's thoroughly enjoyable it's really smooth as well we were playing it on the xbox one x and the frame rate holds up even during the most you know cluttered and chaotic uh combat moments smooth 60 fps looks absolutely gorgeous as well texture wise i think it uses the resident evil engine the same one they use for resident evil 2 remake so and that game looks fantastic so nice you know the you can expect the equivalent quality level in terms of the graphical fidelity of that game um, but the you know the core gameplay of it is really what pulls mo- most people in. That you know, they they call it stylish action, and you definitely can see why because it's just chaotic combos, you know, total tons of different weapons to use, ways in which to like improve your character. Um, the one thing that worried me a bit was the fact that a lot of the gameplay loop kind of relies on the fact that you go back and you play it again, but on a harder difficulty. And typically, gotcha. that's not that's not a gameplay loop that I'm usually drawn to i don't know i feel like once i've played a game and if it's a story-based game i'm kind of like yeah i've played it and yeah i don't really see a reason to go back and try it on a hard mode um but 
I don't know. It was quite fun. I've, I've played it through twice now. Um, once the first time I tried it, it was on the easiest difficulty because I'd never tried it before. I thought, well, if it kicks my ass, then it won't be as fun. So I'll do it on easy so that way I can kind of get used to it. And you know, yeah. Yeah, the harder absolutely. mode, it ramped up a lot as well. So if you're looking for a challenge, it's also a great game to to pick up and you know practice at and get good. And you can like save your times and your scores on it as well. I think okay, and, like, good, compare good. it with your friends. So if you're a bit competitive in that way, then you know speedrunners might like it. And yeah, I'm, I'm more a slow yeah, runner. It's to fun. be honest. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. <laughs> so does it have on much that, of an on that hard difficulty? That's how I felt. Progression? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so it's new game plus pretty much. And then you go new game plus plus, and then you go new game plus plus plus. So okay. you unlock harder difficulties as you complete it on <laughs> the difficulty below. Uh, but you keep do, your do, do skills. Do you feel like they run out of currency. names there? Just you know, guys, what do we call yeah. this? Like what, what, new game. We've used up new game plus plus. What, where do we go for it? Triple plus. Gotcha. <laughs> well, that, actually, they don't call it that at all. They actually have like little unique names for them, but. I can oh, never remember T- them. They're T- like oh, you sold me short Son there. of Sparda, I think, is the one I w- recently did. Yeah, Son of Sparda, and then there's one after that that's like Heaven and Hell or Dante Must Die or something like that. They're all nice. related to in-game lore or whatever. But, you know, if you're into that kind of Souls-esque experience but not as savage that kind of challenges you, and it, and again, like I said before, it's absolutely beautiful. I can't understate that. Like, the environments are amazing. The character design's great, like models like the enemy models especially are amazing like they really bring out the kind of hellish demonic kind of side of uh of the game in a, yeah. in a great way um, so, so yeah, what's the sort of game i mean obviously it's devil may cry and I, you know I, I never played the games yeah. back in the, the playstation eras but i, I, no. I kind of know you're like demon fighting um yeah the, the play style is it is it like um ninja gaiden that was I, I don't know if you ever played them back in the the, the xbox and the dreamcast i didn't know Oh my god! No, I remember seeing it on Xbox Original, um, but never picked it up. Um, oh, okay. So like, it's basically it hack- it's hack and slash. Yeah, yeah. See, the Ninja Gaiden was cool. like that, but you know, like real that, that you had to really learn combos and things. You know, you had to to really um, figure out what you were doing with your characters. That's why I could never play it. Like sure. Dynasty Warriors, I can handle that. It's hack and slash, but see, hack and slash plus plus. Nah, you yeah. know, I just that's me out. It's um it well it plays kind of like a game where you can get through it just button mashing, but to really get high scores and to really get like through harder difficulties maybe, then learning the combos would help in terms of the button presses. But they're very straightforward. There's a, there's one there's one button to press when you want to do a ranged attack. There's one button to press when you want to do a uh, melee attack, and the rest of it is either comprised of um certain amounts of those button presses or directional button presses. So like. Oh, if you want to do like a, a an uppercut kind of thing to launch them in the air, then you do you hold down and then do the melee. Nice. And then you can link it up with other combos. You can like with with Dante in particular, he's like one of the main characters. You can um, swap weapons as well, um, so that you can link those new weapons up in the combo as well. And yeah, you get you get scored on how good your combos are effectively. So learning the combos is kind of like a big part of the game. But in order to complete it, you don't really have to be that skilled. Um, at least not on the easiest difficulty you know i flew through it in about six hours okay oh well that gets um, up to and, me and i can never get through it in 20 then yeah that's, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and that's as someone who's new to the series completely never really been much into hack and slash games uh the fact that you know it's got a if you're looking for a quick fix kind of triple a title that's gorgeous and you just kind of want a, a mindless gore fest 
that has fun gameplay, then yeah, you could totally do that. There is a big bit of story going on as well, um, but I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't able to pay much attention to the story because when I was playing through it, we weren't able to show the cutscenes um, gotcha. just for spoiler purposes. So I could tell you the gist of the story, but I wasn't able to fully appreciate it. I guess, but yeah. um, yeah. So but yeah, there's, a, it's a there's a multiple game. characters you can play. Um, through there's the game, three or? actually that you you play through yeah so you will play as all as all three at some point okay. um there's certain levels where you can choose which one of them you want to play as can you yeah, swap three them characters during the from. missions or is it just a case of like choosing no. the and then ah, okay no each mission you're you're like locked in basically gotcha so yeah. do the characters differ much or are they really just a reskin actually yeah yeah i was really impressed by it too like um there's one character called v um and he's uh he's a bit of a pussy he doesn't fight at all he has these kind of demonic pets by his side that he commands and they fight for him and he just goes in for the kill oh yeah i mean that, that seems it was, like it's it. pretty cool <laughs> that seems like my character actually yeah yeah <laughs> just, no but he was actually the most fun to play as it's, it's just i don't know like the combos that he could pull off are really straightforward as well i think because he's the most approachable character for someone who's new to it like pulling off combos using that character was really really much more straightforward than the other two um, yep. But yeah, they all differed very much. Like they all had different mechanics, or they might have a special kind of weapon, or I don't know. Like, but either way, you know, and you get to customize them all as well. So, like in terms of unlocking new abilities, you, you kind of have to dedicate, make sure that you're buying enough abilities for that guy because eventually you have to use him again. And so, oh, okay, so yeah. there's like there's always... there's, a, there's enough in the game for people that want to replay it that you'll get a lot out of it. Yeah. Um, and but if you're the, also the... looking for a quick fix, then it's there too. Yeah, and ach- achievement wise, is you know, are these um, achievable, <laughs> or are they uh, um, are some of the, the, the Xbox achievements um, pretty hard out of reach? I, th- I think on my first playthrough, I got about a hundred gamer score. Right. Okay. Jeez. So that's uh, so you, you'll need multiple playthroughs to get the full m- lot. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, you'll need to beat the game on the hardest difficulty to get all of them. So. Yeah. I will. I'll, I'll add that to, to my list of um. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> Would be nice, but no. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll talk. If that you're up. an achievement you know those, hunter, that's it's a long one. Yeah, those uh, those achievements are tied to online games. The servers have been shut down by EA. Yeah, that 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 sounds like yeah. Most of the devil may cry for me. <laughs> yeah, the one of those that hurts me the most is there's one achievement from Skate that I'm missing. Oh, you're joking! And it's it is locked behind us. Yeah, behind a server that no longer exists, so I can't get 100 percent on Skate, the original one. Damn, which is uh, fucking annoying. <laughs> So no way to bog the uh, just bodge the um the server connection. I see some people. Are nah, because it's not even that actually. I think it was something to do with um. You know how you could like upload photos. Yeah. I think it's to do with that, and I don't oh, think the website joking. is is <laughs> up anymore. So yeah, there's literally nothing I can do about it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's okay. I've got all of them on Skate Three, so that's okay. Yeah. Well, that's a bonus. That's I can bonus. live with that. So speaking of websites, another game I was playing this weekend. Um, or this week actually, sorry, it was um, Hypnospace Outlaw. I don't know if you've seen anything of this. It's it might. Um, is it, this is the one that's like retro internet. Retro internet. It's a, you know this this is. It um, sounds cool. It, it was amazing. It's amazing how much this is like the internet was. Even just when you're you know you go into a web page, and um, it slowly loads the web page. You know I don't know if yeah. you remember dial up internet, but man, dial up internet was. I do the bane of my life i remember playing muds multi-user dimensions chat-based text-based um adventure games role-playing games back before graphics yeah, were no, really sustainable back, jesus all right all right you know <laughs> <laughs> help when i was a kid man we used to do the uh 
the football fantasy fantasy football actually mail that in places. It's insane. Oh my God. <laughs> Every week you'd send it off with your money. Absolutely nuts. How the world has changed. But yeah, so but like okay, so this is a game. But like, what's to stop me from? I'm sure that if I just go on the internet now, I can go and search '90s internet experience, and someone's probably just made a way for you to experience it like it was in the '90s. What's probably. actually the game about? Probably. So the the, the game is you are um, you're kind of like a a a D live guardian of the uh, of the '90s internet, as that the internet's just kind of lost me. Nifty has Whoa. the GeoCities um, the GeoCities sites. So you know you're just kind of you go about and you're looking for copyright infringement. You're looking for um, for harassment and bullying and things like that. You know, just um, yeah, really making sure that that everybody is uh, behaving as they should on the internet. If they don't, then you have to uh, you have to mark the page for the authorities to look at. So it's not the actual internet. Basically, it's the um, when you go to sleep, you um, you plug into the, the hypnospace um, world, and uh, and that's where the that's where the, the the adventure starts. And um, yeah, you're basically just a detective running about on the internet going through and as much as anything you know just enjoying people's um people's pages and just seeing that the, the stuff that you used to do i used to spend a lot of time on the internet with the dial-up it was a uh, i spend even more time now on the internet but you know the the, the information's i wouldn't say it was a higher quality now but certainly it's presented in a higher quality but the um it's just simple touches every page they've really they've captured the moment of the, the 90s like you can scroll beyond. is it like the, um, is it like when in IT class you'd get to make your own website in like HTML? Yeah, yeah, but worse. And it'd be like rad dude in like flaming text with like yes. a, a skulls, <laughs> a view counter on it at the bottom that's like <laughs> only going up by one every time you refresh it. Exactly, exactly. GIFs, Quite. animated GIFs everywhere, man. It's just and just <laughs> the lowest quality ever. They were fun. They were brilliant. Every I website loads its own song. It's just um, and then, of course the songs are. <clears throat> you know they're recorded in the lowest quality possible and uploaded just beautiful it's it's awful but it's so good the um one was of this the, on the, uh pc yeah it's on pc it's on a steam release um an indie game from uh, okay. from no more robots um mike rose's um, publishing company i think um the, the the developers um they're called tenderleaf they um yeah so mike rose has no more robots released descenders you remember descenders that came out last year the um the mountain uh, bike game, the biking game, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was the first release. That's an ID and Xbox title, I think. I think I saw them at EGX Resed. They were they had quite a crowd. Yeah, yeah, they they're massive in Japan apparently. The um, <laughs> Mike yeah. Rose's oh, that makes is, sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's revolutionised the um, it, it, but it hasn't revolutionised, but he certainly um, he captured the moment for how to how to get an audience for his game and how to get a, a, um, mm. an, an, an engaged audience. So it's Discord, yeah. he uses Discord right, left and centre for um, for any new game that he's launching. But he has lots of um, community events. So, of course, one of the, the, the things that he did with the centres was just look and see if somebody could help with the um, localization, And somebody had offered to do it for uh, Japan, which was a massive boon. And, uh, Sweet. I, think they, they, yeah, I mean, they, extreme sports is actually quite big in Japan as well. Like, they go mental for it, especially in the winter sports. Yeah, see, I, I would never have... Never pictured that, but then you know Japan's like it's the world of uh, of extremes, isn't it? That, yeah, the traditional and then the the, the cutting edge is um, yeah, it's mm. fantastic as a, a place. It is, but um, yeah. So Hypnospace Outlaw. Um, if you're looking for any nostalgic nineties, late nineties throwback to uh, to the internet, it just I, I can't recommend it enough. It's not the sort of game that you could play for a week solid. You know, it's not um, it's not the sort of thing that even you know I think I think even streaming it. You would struggle to stream it for 
you know, like 10 hours one night. Um, but certainly as far as like just dipping in every now and then for that, that nostalgic blast, um, something to just eke away at for, you know, a, a prolonged period of time, um, I would go so far as to say it's on the list for, you know, not for the not for the whole game, but for capturing the moment and capturing the, the feel of it. It's definitely um, yeah. yeah up there as... Do you know what would be really cool? Is if you could submit sites to be added to the game. Well, some people did. This is one of the things. They, they Through the Discord server, they had people submit their own site. So people that Sick. are in the Discord server, part of the community, are in the game now. Um, you know, it's just easy to be sort of touches and flourishes that um, that Mike is, is quite keen to uh, to pull in um, through the games, you know, which it, it makes a, a massive difference. And again, it, it just gets the community a bit more engaged. So, um, so yeah, really, really good game and one worth checking out just now. So it's about £15, 15 pounds, um, just under $20, and it's got 10% off just now for the, the next few days. So, um, yeah, mm. definitely worth nice. checking out. I'd like to, yeah. I love that kind of whole retro aspect to, you know, that kind of retro future vibe as well. Is it kind of like that, or is it like a very pure? This is how it was. This was the nineties. It is submit. Yeah, it's very pure to to nineties. Okay, it's it's such an well, still, to like the whole. That. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, it's, it's classic. You scroll down to the bottom of somebody's page, and a, a bit of an edgy um, character within the game, and uh, and then you can keep on scrolling and. You keep on scrolling, you keep on scrolling, and eventually in the bottom, hey, nobody told you to scroll this far. It's just classic 90s <laughs> trash internet, do you know what I mean? It's just, this is all the shit that we were doing when we were kids. Just GeoCities and, uh, and Angel Fire, you know, it's just, it's got that feel. And lots of Christian sites, lots of lots of God sites. I, 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 again, harking back to the um, to the, the 90s internet, man, that was, that was rife. So, uh, so yeah, it's well worth checking out. All right. So, what was it? Hypnospace Outlaw. Yeah, Hypnospace Outlaw. Cool. We've got a few bits of news now to go through, but one of the... I think this is one of the most promising ones. It's actually quite... I'm quite shocked as well. The um, the beauty of ray tracing has kind of been limited so far to NVIDIA's line of RTX cards, but Crytek says no more. They've got yes. a little, uh, little demo that they pulled out for GDC, which I always forget what that stands for. Gaming Developers Conference? Conference. Yeah, yeah. GDC. Something like that? That sounds That's official. Exactly <laughs> oh, sick. But yeah, they pulled out a demo um, showing off their real-time ray trace reflections, but it's on uh, non-RTX cards. So, fuck you, NVIDIA. We don't need to shell out. We can just use Basically. our old crappy ones. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is just a, a tech demo, so it's not... Um, we, we know what tech demos are like when it comes to... The nah, that means it's official. It's going to work <laughs> out of the box. No problem. Yes, yes, but just in case it doesn't, like the uh, yeah, the uh, what we're seeing, the footage that we're seeing um, here just now is uh, yeah, this is just a tech demo, so it's not it's not what we're going to actually see in the games, but it's just interesting that it's not coming out solely on Nvidia cards. Um, Crytek, obviously yeah. famous for Crisis and uh, and Far Cry before the uh, the games were were outsourced elsewhere, and and you know they, they probably lost some of their their fidelity. But, um, you know, I mean, Crisis still is a benchmark for some people, isn't it, for their, their setups? Yeah, Crisis 3 still st- sits up there. Yeah, I, I, I still see um, Eurogamer using that as one of the uh, one of the benchmarks, even for the, the latest 20 series cards. Yeah, speaking of me. irrelevant fucking Eurogamer, god damn it. I don't <laughs> like him. Oh, really? But, see, yeah, no, nah, I don't know. That's a conversation for another time. I, You know, I don't know, it's, is it? Is it, I, I, I yeah, um, the digital foundry. Euroscepticism. 
Oh man, Digital Foundry. Well, yeah, they're always solid. But yeah, but they're like a subdivision of Eurogamer, aren't they? Are they? Ah, oh, yeah. fucking them. I take it all back. <laughs> man, God damn it! But hey, it looks good. The ray tracing. The thing is, <laughs> I don't know if it's just me, but I like to see the kind of you know, Nvidia got memed a lot for doing the whole RTX off, RTX on marketing spiel. But I, you know, I'd like to see this this demo without ray tracing as well, so I can actually compare it. Because you know, I'm looking at it and thinking, wow, that's that's really nice. But um, you know, what's the big deal? What would I be missing if it was wasn't ray traced? You know, and it's very obvious that reflections are beautiful and the lighting's all very nice and whatnot. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think I feel like I'm missing a bit. Those- you can look at those reflections that are, that are happening and the way that the uh, that the mirrors move in the panels. You know, it's uh, that's that's pretty special, isn't it? It, it? Well, no, I'm not denying it. It doesn't look good. I just think they would have done a good job of also showing how it could have looked crap without ray tracing. You know? Yeah, yeah, possibly. I see what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, the demo itself was run on a, a Vega 56 card, I believe, which is an AMD card. So straight away using not only a competitor of Nvidia, but also a card that doesn't have any kind of native ray tracing support. So it's you know it's impressive the fact that they pulled this off. And they're saying it. What was it? It's uh, hardware agnostic, which is a <laughs> fancy way of saying. Yeah, fancy way of saying. Yeah, this will work on any card, usually so long as it's not a potato. Um, but yeah, they haven't confirmed when this is actually going to be implemented. I don't think they don't, haven't confirmed what the minimum card might be that you need in order to pull this off. But it's all very promising. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a nice little bit of news. Um, you know, just when people are are not too sure about the uh, the upgrades and the benefits of the upgrades to the the twenty series cards, when they seem like a, a bit of an incremental step more than anything else. And obviously, the, the ray tracing is the biggie. Um, and deep sampling, yep. it's, it's interesting to see if we possibly get some of that tech without the upgrades. You know, it could make the, the, the thing, 1080 Ti just that bit more relevant again going forward. Yeah, you know? the thing that bothers me though is that this is a CryEngine thing and it's like, well what, who else uses CryEngine? The, the latest game that got CryEngine support or would use CryEngine was Hunt Showdown? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, and like, yeah, I, I don't like know. That, yeah. I think this would have been even more amazing had it been like, oh, epic, we've done this with Unreal. If they'd yeah. done it with Unreal Engine, everyone would have been like, holy shit, this is huge. I actually saw a But it's CryEngine, it so no one else is going to use this. The tweet was saying basically CryOlotEngine. <laughs> I think that just kind of sums it up, doesn't it? You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's yep. very good, but like, God forbid you ever actually had to use it. So uh, Yeah, no one's going to have this. So, <clears> I don't know. It's I'm hoping that someone just can copy and paste it into Unreal, basically. I mean, that's how these things work, isn't it? We yeah, should do exactly. it. That's a, you know, that's how we should make millions, actually. Just control C, control V, jobs are good. Yep. Wow. That's it. Done. Millionaires. We could call it no, a it's nice. engine. Boom. Uh, ooh, nice. <laughs> but yeah, that's it's good. very gorgeous. If you want to check it out, you can you can go ahead and Google uh Crytek Neon Noir demo. You can take a look for yourself. I think it's uploaded in 4K, so if you really want to take a look at those details, then go ahead. Um yeah, it's very pretty. It's a tech demo, though, so what can we really say about it? Yeah, yeah, not so much. Yeah. So let's move on to uh, let's something move on. that is yeah. not Fuck quite that old to. news. Saw some interesting news about the Steam Link this week. I still have mine in a box still in my going. drawers. Still going, still in the box. Still, I actually bought it for free. I think I just paid postage, so yeah. Oh, obviously. yeah, they did have that offer, didn't they? 
Yeah, because they discontinued it and they were like, well, shit, we've got enough to make like a brick mansion of Steam Links here, so let's just give them away. (laughs) Yeah, I've got one as well. I got it back when it was actually still full price. And I think they're actually awesome, the Steam Link. Um, It's just that you need to know for sure that you actually want one because, I don't know, there's not many uses where I think, yeah, let's just stick my, you know, what I'm playing on my PC onto my, uh, you know, onto my TV. Mainly because... In, at least in, in you know in my house we we have a console stuck to the tv anyway so it's like it's not that necessary but in some households maybe you know you want to be able to just chill on the couch and the only thing you have is your pc and it's upstairs whatever in that case yeah it works fine but that's a very very select market of people i think so, for, for me like for my my uses um it's even able to do my art downstairs on the couch and like okay you know that that would work but then i'm using up the tv so you know it's not like we could watch something on telly together you know, yeah, that, that would, we we, yeah. we use it to watch TVs sometimes. Wow, that is yeah. on your telly. <laughs> yeah, crazy, I right? I don't, know if, I don't know if anyone's pointed out the flaw in this, but um, I, I'm no, 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 no. See, see, see your television. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, Go that, on. That, that that's a TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't have an aerial though, because uh, fuck that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I've not got an aerial either. Still pay that fucking license though. God damn. Hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I get Sky through the Xbox, so we have to pay the license. All right. See. So okay. So yeah. is that the only way you've got television? Like just through through the Xbox? Live TV. Yeah. I mean that, and I think you can get some live TV on like BBC iPlayer and the ITV apps yeah. and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're kind of. But no, we use the Steam Link to sometimes stream like stuff that I've got on my PC over like movies or whatever. So does it does it work well enough for yeah. that sort of function? Like I am, um, yeah. I don't know. But when I was shooting up and it was like, yeah, you have to do something. I don't know. It's like more than nah. a line of text that I had to write, and I was like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered with this. What? Nah, nah. Literally, it's you just close Steam's big picture mode, and boom, there's your desktop. Oh, is that? And, and then you can, you can just open whatever you want. So you can do that from like the remote side. Yeah, you can do it from like if you have a controller plugged into the Steam Link, or if you have a bluetooth keyboard or whatever whatever you're using you can then type onto your or you know control the cursor using that on your pc Magic. so you know it works well for that and it's like well that's great and all but that's not what steam links for no you know no. but yeah. i mean this is this is all old news in terms of what the steam link is about um the new news about steam link is that they're kind of expanding that and they're allowing it to go anywhere and not just in terms of the Steam Link hardware but the Steam Link app on Android. It's not on iOS yet because Apple keeps cock blocking. But yeah, so you Android could plug can... your Steam Link into your phone. No. That's an app. <laughs> Get with the it's times. Yeah, you just download it. It works actually. I've tried it myself. It's you know again, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh this is great and all, but fuck, why am I playing my PC on my phone at home when I could just sit at my PC? Well, not anymore. That's what this the big part of this is, is, you know, the Steam Link, you can now take it anywhere. It's currently just a beta, but, you know, you don't even have to be on yeah. the same network to stream the games, which is nice if you've yes, got a, the uploads. Nice upload, yeah. When, when I was reading up on this, they were saying it needed a fairly chunky connection. Um, I'm so not surprised. That's something we, we need to look into. Um, like I, I had that NVIDIA. Um, Shield? Oh, what was it? No, the, the NVIDIA... Um, experience thing the g fuck it was g4 experience or some shit no it wasn't a shield god damn it it was like some sort of streaming um basically you could download more ram 
Oh, uh, shadow play. No, it was same. Whatever it was, you, you would basically your games that you owned um, through Steam. They would have them hosted on their servers, and you could download or you could play, you could stream from their servers, and uh, and play them at a much higher higher quality. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Access. So, they, 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 Nah. nah, it was like G Force Experience now or something. I don't know, whatever the hell it was, man. G Force Experience now. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah, well, boom. There. <laughs> Got there um, in the end. But unfortunately, like, it needed a 50 meg connection to, to stream 50? it. 50? Yeah, shit. just to, to stream it like 1080p. Yeah, if it's so lossless, you, but what the hell? You don't really need it lossless, do you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, obviously, it's, it's you know, it must have some form of FTL ish sort of thing, you know. Otherwise, mm, the game's just hefty hellish. Um, woohoo! Woohoo! So, yeah, I don't know, like, it, it wasn't for me. I couldn't stream when I was doing it, because it would just chew my, my connection. Um, or I was playing in 480p. I was like, what the hell am I doing this for? This is supposed to, <laughs> this is supposed to increase my This quality. is the future! Is, Take yeah, me back to Hypnospace Outlaw! <laughs> <laughs> totally! <laughs> Take me back. Oh, West Virginia, man. Fallout. Yeah. God damn it. I think yeah. this, you know, it's the future, definitely, in terms of game streaming, cloud streaming, all of that. And Microsoft has their own one with their Project X Cloud, and that looks really nice. Um, but, you know, I think in terms of infrastructure, we've got a long way to go in terms of having internet connections that are guaranteed good enough to play stuff mobile. And, yeah, I don't know. I think Steam's, <laughs> they're trying to pull out all the stops to try and keep themselves relevant in the face of Epic. And this yeah. is not the power move they need. What they need is, I don't know. The, well, actually, the best thing they could do is to say, "Hey, devs, we're gonna actually, you know, give you the money that you deserve now, and stop fucking yeah, with you." Yeah, basically, that's probably that's the it. best thing they could do. But you know, I don't think I don't think they're at that stage yet. I think they've uh, got a few more years of going. Hey, fuck it, we're the biggest. Let's see, can, can Epic actually afford to, to keep up? Which the is... answer is yes. Well, yeah, not even now. man. I really like the Epic Game Store as well. I think it's it looks great. It's modern. Yeah, it's Steam's nice. Steam's store God, looks Steam's like shit. Fucking archaic. Just yeah. everything about Steam's archaic. See, come from the Xbox, like where you know the the UI over the years has been derided as being shit. Um, it it it's a hell of a lot more presentable than Steam. Mm-hmm. I like you know, it. And it, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, Steam need to Steam needs to up their game and just appreciate they're not the only on the big boys here anymore. Nah. But sure. whether they will or not, who knows. Hey, if you guys are looking for, for a, you know, streaming solution, you can pick up a Steam Link or you can just grab the beta for the Android app. I think it's called Steam Link Anywhere. And then you can play your PC games wherever you like, as long as you've got a sweet internet connection. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. You know, if you're on your lunch break, you could just, you know, link into your PC, play a couple games of Rocket League, Toss your phone across the screen because everyone's a fucking dick, and then get back to work. <laughs> Chops kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely interesting concepts, um, and it'll be good to see the infrastructure actually catch up with uh, with the demands of the sort of interactive gaming that we uh, we're looking forward to in the, the future as well. So, hey, we'll see how it all pans out. We sure will. So, speaking but. of looking to the future, bum bum bum. Some interesting news that came out of uh, Disneyland Paris the other day. James Gunn has been hired back again for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I, like, I don't quite understand how Guardians of the Galaxy fit in with, you know, 
like the Avengers life and things, you know, we're, we seem to have quite, um, obviously the Avengers have the fancy, the fancy equipment and whatnot, but the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is, you know, what do you mean? Well, you know, like they're, they're proper spacey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Would> you, <laughs> yeah I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> the Avengers are spacey? Yeah, but not, not as spacey. I mean, you know, Iron yeah. Man went through a fucking portal. In the first Avengers film, there was space. There was a portal above Manhattan. Okay. With the Chitauri coming through and... Jesus. Were you even there? E. Where were you when the Chitauri... <laughs> Where were you when the Chitauri invaded? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, man. See, every time I put on a film these days, I'm like, I get about 10 minutes in and then I'm, whoa, that's me. I start to fall asleep. I just cannot watch films these days. It's terrible, so... Um, oh, well. But yeah, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is, is one of these ones I've fallen asleep to many times on the couch, so I'm quite fond of that. It's a good one to, a good one to put on on my lunch break yeah. and just have a wee, a wee dose. But yeah, but yeah, one and two, big fan of them. It was, it was upsetting more for, for you know how this all came about with uh, James Gunn being sacked in the first place. Um, yeah, it was disappointing to see. And I obviously, I understand both things. sides of the coin. Definitely, I mean, Marvel is part of Disney, um, and they're a family company. At least that's the way they sell themselves. So you can understand why at the faintest whiff of someone being anti-Semitic or, you know, homophobic or what have you, you can understand why they want to cut ties. Yes. At the same time, yeah. it, you know, it doesn't speak very um, well towards the whole, oh, yeah, you know, don't worry, guys, you can still change yourself and be a good person if for people that have change themselves and become good people they're still held accountable for shit that they used to do when they were a complete dick you know and more t- more to the point things they've already come out and apologized for you yeah know, and it's not it's, it's not even that that's the issue to me it's the you know you can never come out and apologize you could come out after it come to light and be like oh shit you know sorry i don't think that anymore i'd forgotten about it i don't you know we've all said something we've all got history we've all said things we don't you know we don't mean to have said or you know it was stupid yeah. off the, the cuff remarks what really gets me is somebody um somebody digging through the history of someone else just for some political move you know that mm-hmm. that's what really kind of gets me and it's unfortunate it came to it came to anything but it affected um james gunn obviously the the actors have all gone behind um gunn himself the it's been you know it's, it's been an industry issue um and i think it certainly brought things to light so it'll be interesting to see yeah. what, what comes out of the uh, the disney camp and out of um out of james uh, gone himself over the next few days and the, the next couple of weeks. Um, I hope that yeah. I hope that things can get back on track and get you know the sequel to the uh, to the trilogy that we're we're kind of looking for. You know, so it's yeah, especially it's like odd. I don't know. It's especially odd the fact that they were like, "Yeah, you're fired." Oh, but we'll leave the script. We're going to use that. It's like okay, so yeah. we're not happy with the the past you, but we're happy to take literally all that matters in terms of how you know how does the movie turn out it's not like him being on set is going to make this uh, homophobic and anti-semitic and you know whatever movie but i don't know i feel like it was a bit of a punch in the gut that they they would say that to him and then still keep the script regardless of whether he was there or not yeah i don't know if i don't know if it just comes down to one of these sort of like you did it while you're employed by us kind of deals so it becomes a property you know, there's these sorts yeah. of laws when you make stuff within the company workplace and it's the company's property, even if it's not their IP. 
came to deal. So I don't know. I don't At know, the same time, would it have been in their contract that he's like, oh, in the contract of states, if 10 years ago or whatever, you said this and that, well, you're gone. I doubt that was in the contract too, but they seemed all too happy to cut ties with him. There's always there's always things these days about protecting the, protecting the name in the face of the company, isn't there? Yeah, well. So it's a bit of a, bit of a coverall. But, <clears throat> you know, it's nice to see that a company as big as Disney, as big as Marvel, as, you know, something that's that, you know you would kind of say like if any company was beyond having to um it's covered off things like a, a regular company they'd be kind of at the uh at extreme so it's, it's nice to see they've come back and you know reconsider mm-hmm. the position i think if anything it's, it's going to do the film wonders <laughs> it's probably gonna sell more tickets now yeah yeah i expect so um although obviously still got to go through all the all the who have actually recording it because there was no, there wasn't anything done, was there? It was just um, it was before it started filming. This all came to light, and then, uh, I'm not too sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't think they, I don't think they've started three. Uh, I'm pretty sure no. there was uh, the, the, this came to light before they started filming it, just a, a couple of months before. Because he'd, he'd spoken out against somebody in the, the media, hadn't he? Like this is why the hunt was created. I forget the ins and outs. The, uh, there, was, there was definitely he'd said something about somebody. There was some issue with them, um, with with somebody either a, a presenter on a, a TV show, um, a news show, or or one of the guys that works behind the scenes. And of course, they they just kind of set set the hounds loose. And uh, yeah, well, lesson to learn here: don't pick fights with internet cockholds with nothing better to do than dig through your history. Yes. Yes. Or interesting to see if he's gonna. <laughs> interesting to see if he's gonna stick with Suicide Squad. Yeah, I, I didn't realise he'd been involved with Suicide Squad. Well, after getting fired, Suicide Squad uh, 2 is the <laughs> next thing he was going to do. They were Damn. like, oh shit, James Gunn's free. Well, yeah, we don't mind tarnishing the DC name anymore. So yeah, let's pick him up I for mean, Suicide we've Squad 2. at least Suicide Squad <laughs> 1, so you know. <laughs> like, eh, what's the worst thing that happened? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we're, we're fine with it. <laughs> Come on down, James Gunn. <laughs> so yeah, I wonder if he's going to have to cut ties with that or if he's going to still do Suicide Squad 2 and then work on Guardians I don't know because oh, that will postpone it even crossover. longer and it crossover. might even that this might have oh god can you imagine <laughs> that actually be kind of badass that could probably be the only <laughs> thing that could save DC at this point See, you know uh, yeah uh, DC apart from maybe Martha see if we had some more Martha scenes Martha that's my mom <laughs> Martha that's my mom Martha oh god honestly Put me out my bloody misery. <laughs> <laughs> I spent money seeing that at the cinema. Yes. I don't get out often to see this stuff at the cinema. You know, I, 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 with the kids and whatnot, you know, it's it's a treat. Man, Jesus, Martha. Well, in any case, welcome back, James Gunn. I think you're going to make a mildly adequate movie. Yes, yes, I think it will be absolutely okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good nice shit. One. Well, so that's all the news, really. That's, that's quite a lot. Yeah, it was. It was. We uh, yeah, it was went a good through. chunk. A good chunker. Speaking of a uh, speaking of chunky, <laughs> oh. couple of a uh, couple of things have been chunking my um, my Xbox this week. Yeah. yeah, it's been louder than usual. I I tend not to notice my Xbox when I'm playing it or when I'm streaming, but whilst playing Anthem in the Division, it's definitely been. 
been a bit of turbulence, I suppose. Yeah, see, it's, it's funny, 4K. like, any time the, the 4K comes in, like, had that definitely, that's when the fans go, you know, they just, yeah, they, they yeah. you know you're playing 4K. Rocket League used to be fairly silent, now, nah, you know you're playing Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. Best thing to do so. is just cover all the vents, that way you don't hear anything. Yeah, yeah, people have suggested that in the past. That's uh, Cover all the vents, suggested. wrap it in a towel. <laughs> Sorted. my mouth as well, so yeah, nobody can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure not to inhale any of the plastic fumes. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, Anthem and The Division, man, they, they've um, two two of the biggest releases this year. Um, yeah. They've come out with um, a lot of a lot of praise from some circles, um, a hell of a lot of criticism from some circles, more, more so Anthem. Um, Division's still yep. fairly fresh, I dare say. I'm week. yet to see um, a bad thing said about the Division Two. Actually, thinking really? about it now, the, um, yeah, I've not gone. I've not gone looking. To be honest, I, uh, I've, I've kind of. Well, thanks for doing your research. Nah, you know, you know, uh, you know, it is. <laughs> I've, I've only played a few hours. The last thing I want to read is something that spoils the story. When I played the okay, Division One, I was reading everything, absolutely everything I could, and um, and I read about all the all the loot exploits that were happening. And it just it put me off, you know. And of course, by the time I got to the point that I could do the loot exploits, not that I would, <clears throat> but I couldn't because they were patched, you sure. know. And it just like it sickened me because I was thinking, there's all these guys that I'm now playing against, potentially coming up against them in DZ, and uh, yeah, they they have all the good the good loot. So I don't know. I've I've not been reading too much about Division once I've gone through a lot more of the story, then I'll um I'll, mm-hmm. I'll start to research it and see exactly where the uh, where the issues lie. And I'm sure there will be many. The um, some of the the, the initial issues yeah. I've had just now slow down, stutter, frame rates are just yeah. On the whole, they're they're generally fine. Um, but sometimes it's been down to you know five frames per second. Yeah, I haven't it's, noticed um, much of that since getting past the first. I think it's the second mission you do, the second main yeah. mission. It's that it's mission alone that seems to be an issue. After that, I've I've been fine, but at the same time. You know, you play the game at 4K. I don't know if maybe there's something to do with the uh, super sampling that maybe Possibly. makes it better because I play it at 1440p and, yeah, it's only been that second mission that really kind of I've noticed a bit of framey chugs, you know. But after that point, it's been relatively stable 30. Here and there it might get yeah. a bit chunky, but, yeah, it's not as savage as what it sounds like you're experiencing. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It's like when it's busy with enemies, it can be fine, and then you can be walking around an empty room, and it you turn and it just it, it chunks. So I don't know if there's some sort of um, loading yeah. cache or it only seemed to be in, indoors as well as when I noticed. Yeah, it. only yeah, it definitely seemed more indoors. Um, but then I don't know if it was kind of on the threshold of when it was loading stuff outside or you know who knows who knows. Mm-hmm. But a beautiful looking game. Um, really, really impressed. Like like I was with Division One. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not a massive improvement from what I can remember of Division 1. Um, I was really impressed with that. Just more so with the environments than, than anything else. Um, like the actual fidelity of the graphics is, is good enough. But the um, the the just the things they have scattered around. Um, there's lots yeah. of lots of good uh, lots of good environments and lots of good work that's that's been put in to um, to make it make it look realistic and, and bring it to life. Yeah, um, I think the overgrowth is like awesome. That yes. kind of wrecked city a few months down the line, the overgrowth, the littered cars, and you know, it looks like the place has been looted by people. You it, know, 
Yes. It looks like I, it's I gone saw through a burned hell. out car next to um next to a tree. And usually you'd see a burned out car, you know, but like the whole tree was charred as well. And see, so, you know, it really yeah. just it added to the, the feeling of like they've they've taken the time and gone, right, we've got this here. What else is contextual to, to this? The, yeah, I was super impressed with that. The destruction as well. The division had some destruction, but um man, I was just shooting about like a big pallet. <laughs> Pallets. The um <laughs> <laughs> I was shooting a ballot to pieces with my pistol um, last night when I was playing, and you could just break it into tiny little slithers, man. It's a uh, so cool. Yeah, it is so cool. I love that sort of thing. It really, it really adds to the um, to the dicking around environment, you know, and the, the element that I like to to enjoy. So, um, yeah. yeah, more of that. And an- Anthem doesn't have those same minute details, but the world itself is so vivid, lush, and embellished varied that i yeah. you know i feel like you kind of don't even need those little things in a way like small destruction or chip damage or whatever like it kind See, of gets away with like, it an- yeah anthem anthem's a beautiful game it's really I, I love when you're standing on the edge of a waterfall looking out mm. and you can fly anywhere you can anywhere you see you can get to practically until you get to the, the edge of the world um it's beautiful it, it, it's absolutely fantastic i think once you're down on the on the ground level um the only issue is that it sometimes seems a wee bit quiet or a wee bit empty you know like that's not i don't know i don't know if it needs um just like more like little birds or squirrels or some something just little things in the world to make it look a bit more alive yeah because there is wildlife it's not it's not like a wildlife hunter kind of thing where you can kind of oh look there's those animals let's go hunt them or anything it's literally just that they happen to be there and you can kill them and they'll attack you if you kind of spook them um but yeah it doesn't feel like it's an ecosystem or anything like that it doesn't feel like it's inhabited no, by things no. they feel more like yeah, walking furniture exactly just little pockets of a uh, pockets of creatures here and there yeah um but as the division you know I, I swear like i saw those squirrels and things um, oh yeah, there's rats that you can shoot. And... Yeah, so the, the rats were in the first game. You had rats and dogs in the first game, but like I, I've seen deers. Deer. You know, yeah, they've been bang, kill them. <laughs> but, you know, you've got to leave the dogs, but deers fair game, surely. It's literally game, yeah. isn't it? It's there we go. It's boom. a game meat. <laughs> jobs, yeah, jobs good. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like I, I don't know, just walking down the street, it feels. Um, I don't know again if it's just that, that element of being human rather than being in a big mech and a big javelin. Yeah. Um, I feel know, invincible feel... in Anthem. Yes. But man, but I in, in the vision, feel I feel weak in division. Yeah. I feel like I'll turn a corner and just a simple street skirmish will become hectic and out of control. I don't know if you've been to like any control points. But yeah, man, they can get when you're calling in your, uh, your teammates. Yeah, oh, they yeah. can get very like because of the fact that there's multiple factions in the game um and like this the same as in the first i believe like there was the cleaners and then there was some other fucks um, <laughs> sure i can't remember the name i think that was their actual name yeah, yeah. the the other fucks, the other fucks um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah because of the multiple factions it, it's oh yeah jtf well they were the kind of like the good guys as well right yeah they were also fucks so let's be honest mm, true but yeah, just those other factions also can patrol and engage in fights between themselves. So there's been multiple times where I'll rock up to a scene and people will be shooting each other and I'll be like, what the fuck? And it's like a three-way firefight. And then I get involved and, you know, 
usually get fucking killed because it's mayhem. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely a sense of mortality to the game, whereas in Anthem, they equip you instantly with these huge weapons and amazing abilities and the, even just the simple fact that you can fly makes you feel instantly like a god. Division doesn't yeah, have that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the uh, the, the other thing that you're saying there, just about um, like there are more people being in the streets when you when you have some of your team and some of your crew patrolling the streets. You know, yeah. they're not just based around little areas. They they actually and they'll say stuff that, you to know, you as well. They'll acknowledge yeah. you. And, and it, it feels genuine. You, touch. you go into a mission and there's some of them that are already starting doing that mission and things. You know, it just it adds to the yeah. whole the whole feeling and they're useful you know not just there for the sake of being there and then they die within two seconds you know like hello marines from mm-hmm. uh, from every halo game ever you know yeah the, uh, <laughs> i just yeah i think the, it's just they've done a great job at world building and they've clearly looked at every single level that contributes to making a believable environment they've looked at okay there's the kind of the setting itself so dc they faithfully recreated it i think it's one-to-one replica it's you know it's all there um there's obviously the kind of detail in the world itself and there's immense detail in it you can look at all the textures and look at the kind of graphical fidelity and think yep that's you know a gorgeous game um and that adds to the believability of it there's the enemies that kind of live in the game as well you can you can even if you're just kind of stalking them and you're behind cover you can hear their kind of conversations and the way they're talking um it's it's you know it's really impressive the way that they've looked at every single level of that. And they've just gone, yeah, yeah, okay, add that, make sure it's there, add that, make sure it's there. Like You'll be using like meds in a firefight, and someone near you will be like, hey, you got one of those for me? And he's like, oh, shit. Yes. And yeah, they, yeah. they, they truly they, they, acknowledge they really, what you're doing. They have. They've, they've got that contextual um, contextual work really, uh, really down tight. They've... Uh, yeah, super impressed. You know, they've got a lot of elements from the, the original game. Um, there is a, a lot that you can see is just kind of being copied and pasted, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, they certainly did a lot right in the first one. Um, but yeah, like it, it's it's interesting how they've expanded um, on that. So how how do you feel Anthem has been for the um, for the whole shoot 'em loot 'em, upgrade them, be better than them? Yeah, it's cycle. Anthem's a weird one because as we mentioned before you feel powerful straight away. And that's not typically how a, a loot-based game works. You you tend to be a bit... You're a bit of a peasant to start with. You kind of have fuck all gear and your weapons take ages to kill anyone. But with Anthem, you have all this awesome ability at your disposal from the get-go. So it's quite odd in that regard. But, you know, there are... You do feel a power curve in a way. You feel like new weapons kind of give you extra powers, whether in it's in terms of, like, roles like plus and minus min maxing all that sort of typical loot and shooting spiel um but i think do you, do you find there's a lot of diversity like i i am um, not even diversity but usable diversity i am um, one of my no. issues with anthem and the the loot i tend to always go back to the same stuff yeah there, there, there wasn't much variety in what i went for um, even even within like the javelins themselves so if you haven't played anthem there's there's javelins is like they're the mech suits that you use, um, and there's four of them at your disposal. You you unlock them as you play the game. Uh, you can kind of pick and choose when you unlock them. Like you, if you prefer to try that one first, you totally can do that. But at the end of the day, I the first one I picked was the storm javelin, and I never really looked back from that. It's just so fun to use. I tried all the other ones, and I thought, you know what, just storm is just 
way more satisfying to use because I feel like I'm an actual god. I can wield the elements. I have all this power at my disposal, and I feel like the, you know some people they'll be fine. They can they they'll make builds for every javelin and they'll kind of mix and match however they feel. But for me, I'm just kind of stuck in my ways. I like using the storm javelin, and that's that's the way it's got to be. And maybe that's yeah, an issue with the game. As well, I don't know. You, you can get up close and personal, and you can you can fight folks, or you can keep your distance. But yeah. I feel like the, the Colossus is, you know, the, the big tank style. I, personally, I don't know if I'm just playing this entirely wrong. Um, but, you know, like I've had, I've had so many um, thousands upon thousands of like shield bonuses and shield buffs and yeah. health bonuses and health buffs. I'm getting one-shotted constantly. You know, I, 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 I try and get stuck in about to be the tank and I'm just taken out. You know, I, I'm so ineffective with that um, or ineffectual with that, that character. It's unreal. And I want to um, say it's just down to the gameplay balance and all that, but then there are so many bugs that seem to surface every day, almost, it seems, that lead me to believe that perhaps Anthem is just kind of a broken experience, and really the only thing that's going for it is the fact that it's still fun, despite all of the issues it's having. Like I don't know if you've ever noticed, but sometimes when I'll launch a game, my health bars will be completely different from the last mission I just did. I've never ever looked at that no. Yeah, so sometimes I'll have so surprised. many, I'll have like 20 health bars, and then the next mission I'll launch, I'll have five. And I don't Jeez. know if that's just a UI bug, or if it's genuinely saying, hey, for some reason we decided to give you 25% of your health for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, that that's pretty worrying really, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, well, one of the things, is it kind of reminds me of Division 1, actually, um, mm-hmm. and in, in, in a lot of ways that you can't trust your uh, your menu that, that tells you your stats. Mm-hmm. I, I get the feeling that you're... You don't you're even have one. The, the, <laughs> well, you don't have one, you know, but what, what stats you can see, and you can add things up, you know. I, I, I yeah. get the feeling that you're, um, what you're seeing is not the true indication of what you are. I, um, I used to play, play Division constantly, and, you know, I'm a bit of a geek. I, uh, I I quite like looking into the stats of things. But you would look at, you know, your most powerful weapon for all the stats and for all the, the buffs and things and it would just you know on screen it would wipe the floor with with everything else and it would be outputting so much less damage than yeah a really shitty um, marksman rifle that you picked up you when know, on paper it like, shouldn't yeah yeah but the reality was that the way they did the calculations behind the scenes and the the, the figures they were showing you on screen were based on like 100 percent headshots and 100 percent critical hits of 100 percent headshots and things like that you know so of course you, you would never hit 100 percent headshots especially not on, you know, Xbox. Um, yeah. Even if they get a critical hit every single time. So, you know, the the, the figures were just way off the mark. Um, so you, you ended up, you couldn't actually trust the figures you were seeing. Sometimes you would equip a, 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 you know, like a new backpack or something and you would see the figures change. You would back out of the backpack selection portion to just go into your basic inventory and the figures would change. And you'd go like, what, what one is it that I'm seeing? Like, which, which is the actual one? Yeah. The, uh, Oh, it was insane. It's insane. I kind of feel like Anthem's not quite as bad, but I almost feel like the game needs Anthem too in order to uh, to sort the issues. I, I, you know, it just feels like there's mm. so many issues across the board. Well, there's a re- um, the most recent kind of drama was the uh, discovery by a, a redditor that um, Anthem's loot doesn't actually matter in terms of equipping what you might believe to be a better item in terms of not even just like Oh yeah, I thought it might be better, but I didn't know for sure. But you know, based off of the numbers and the stats that it's telling you, the stuff that you're supposed to believe, 
it just wouldn't be true. So you could equip the most basic weapons possible and they would actually outperform the rarest stuff in the game. And when loot is broken to that kind of level, that's a fundamental issue with the game. It's not it's not simply, oh yeah, we'll just patch that out. That is something that is, this is how the game works and we need a complete overhaul of it in order to fix that. And I don't know if, I don't know if they can retain the player base through that kind of transition because that's something that could take months. This that's something they might not even be able to fix in this this release. Are they going to be able yeah, to sustain yes. the player base for that time? I don't know. Well, that's it. You know, funny enough, I looked at um, Twitch just a couple of times um, during the week last week. You know, and I know Twitch isn't an example of um, how popular a game is, and I know that you know the Steam charts are not um, are not saying how popular how popular a game is, but certainly the um, I think there was there was something like four hundred people were watching Anthem. That's bad. Bad. It was really bad. bad. It was, yeah, it was terrible. You know, that, that wasn't just one isolated moment during a, a, a slow Thursday afternoon. You know, there's a couple of times I dipped in to um, to see. And, you know, where, where do you go from there? What, 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 yep. If people are not doing the content creation, people aren't watching the content that's being created, you know, you're. I'm not saying you can apply Twitch figures across the board, but certainly, you know, it's. Um, it's pretty damning folk are not interested in the game. Yeah, it's it's annoying because it, you know, when you look at the roadmap, it seems like they've got a lot of content planned. It seems like they're ready to release as much as they can, but at the end of the day, most players are going to be playing this content not because it's like, wow, this is really cool. It's going to be like, oh yeah, I want to play the content so I can get the new gear and have all the most powerful stuff. But when the most powerful stuff doesn't actually matter because it's not better, doesn't perform better, doesn't have better damage output, people won't be playing that content no matter how cool it looks at the end of the day the end game of it is pointless so i don't know if you can have the best planned sort of post-launch scenario if if your game kind of has issues from its core foundation will that solve it but then again i don't know you look at games like sea of thieves they haven't really changed much about that game apart from adding in new things to do and that had a huge resurgence yeah, absolutely. All it takes sometimes is just people to step away from the, the controversy. Um, you know, I mean, like Sea Thieves. I remember playing Sea Thieves in the, the, the beta phase, um, yeah. doing the, the tests. And, you know, the first time I played it, I was like, oh, yes, it's okay, but there's not much content. I played mm-hmm. it a year later, and I was like, I, this is this is the same. It's yeah. still, you know, it's beautiful for what it is. It's not, um, you know, the, the, the gameplay mechanics are fun, but yeah there's just there's not there's not that hook there's not that reason to to keep on going back yeah and in a game like anthem where it's a looter shooter the the hook is meant to be that you know everlasting pursuit for the best possible roles god roles and new gear and etc yeah and unfortunately it appears that yeah you can still do that you can try and find god roles but it'll only say that on paper it won't actually perform like it does yep which is, um, is really disappointing. Um, although I know that they have changed a few things. They've changed... Um, I think that the, the latest issue I was reading um, was because they had um, they were dividing your total power output by the amount of gear you had equipped mm-hmm. as opposed to the amount of gear slots you had available. So if you, um, if you only had a gun selected, one gun selected, and nothing else, then your total power output would be divided by one as opposed to having 11 slots available for uh, for all your weapons and all your, your attachments and things. Yeah. So, you know, you, you could be 11 times more powerful than somebody that had 
50, 60, 200 percent, you know, more more power output to them available. So a raw a raw damage output pool, um, which you know it's it's absolutely insane how they could have gotten to this point of release. Yeah, and you know that's how they've they've figured out just I don't know it's such an easy thing to overlook you know but it just um yeah it causes such a, an issue so yeah hopefully hopefully that's an easy thing for them to change um it seems like it's a, a fairly simple fix but then you you think what well, what effect does that have on the end of level characters you know yeah are like the the, the characters you come up against um once your power is actually divided by the I suppose, like, if you've always been running a, a fully loaded javelin, then it probably won't affect you at all. But I just hey, maybe I need to start know. dropping some of those things. That are... It's a shame because at its core, like, you know, if anyone's watched my streams, you know that I've skipped through 100% of the story. <laughs> I have watched absolutely nothing of it because I've got no interest in the story. I'm not invested in the world. I don't care about the javelins. I don't care about the characters. That's not why I bought the game. Um, I watched Fomi stream it quite a lot and, uh, to me, it just looked like Dynasty Warriors in mechs. And I thought, that's like, yeah, perfect. You know, this, this is this is a game I've been looking forward to, to playing. I didn't realise I was looking forward to playing it, but, um, but yeah, now it's here. I, I can see it's not it's not the game that I thought it was going to be when I saw E3. When I first saw E3, I was like, oh man, that looks amazing. It looks too good to, to, yeah. to actually play. It's the classic I'm E3 curse. It is the classic E3 curse. You know, Division 1 suffered from that as well, you know, and I think like, I mean, God, that had such good ideas about the, the drone that you could play with somebody on their app or on the tablet or whatever could, uh, could could do that. And, of course, they stripped all this back and the game was fundamentally different. Um, I don't know. I hope that I hope the devs look at, you know, the development team behind Blizzard, eh, behind Diablo, and they look at the, the development team behind Division and stuff like that and they see where they went wrong on the path to making the game right, you know? Because, yeah. obviously, Diablo, when Diablo 3 came out, that was just... It was a bit of a mess, wasn't it? And uh, people don't love it, you know. They don't. It's not held up to the same standards as Diablo Two. But um, yeah, Division. I had big fears about Division coming out and doing a Destiny, kind of fucking it up all over again. Until a couple of patches down the line, like the Taken King Destiny One was good, and then it got shit, and then the Taken King eventually brought it back. And this, it kind of seems like Destiny Two was it was good, and then it got shit, and then you know they managed to bring it back with the um. God, I forget the name of the update, but the, the update that was out Gambit? before Christmas. Nah, the one before that, or after that. I don't know. I stopped following Destiny 2. Just, it's, it's, yeah, it's a fun game, um, but also a game that I just don't want to invest time into anymore. Not that I did a lot anyway, nah, but it. yeah. They just, um, I think that's the problem, you know, we've kind of, <laughs> people have used up their chances, haven't they? Yeah. You know, I, I think the next, the next Halo that comes out, fuck, if that, if that splats when it lands... Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody's playing Halo. You know, you can... Christ, I remember trying to play games, get games of Halo, um, multiplayer games of Halo on Thursday mornings here. And it just dead. Absolutely nobody in the playlists. Sad. It's real. It for is. a flagship, you know, for, for one of these things that just lived such a, a high life, you know, it's a, a shame to see like two or three releases just come out and just kill a franchise. Absolutely. And, uh, I don't know, I think... that's kind of Destiny. I think Anthem has the fortunate side of being a game that's really fun. And if it didn't have that aspect, this game would have been dead on arrival. But it's not. It still has a lot of players. And it has a lot of passionate players that want to see it improved. 
because at the end of the day, it's a very polished game. Looks great. Sure, the stability of it could be improved, but what game couldn't be? Um, yeah, the gameplay well, think, loop is quite fun. It's quite addictive. The EA servers, to be honest, you know that. I mean, Christ, like FIFA, FIFA. How many fucking years has FIFA been out? You know, and you're still constantly getting disconnects. Mm. I, I don't play FIFA, you know, but I watch FIFA streamers, and you know, it's just it, it's every release constant disconnects. It's it's ridiculous. Battlefield, you know, these things are. It's the network side of it, the uh, the games. I don't think it's fair to level up a complaint at Anthem for true EA server disconnects. Um, you know, I think we we firmly have to put that in in EA's court and just be like, yo, <laughs> fix your shit, mm. please. Eventually, I um, think yeah. For me, like if nothing changed, if the loot didn't change, and they just put out more content, I think it'd be a game I still play anyway. Just because it's fun. It's a game I can kick back, relax with. I can play it with friends and we can just kind of do some strongholds, do some end game activities and, you know, just really enjoy it. But, um, yeah, yeah, not, absolutely. There's not, and, you I... know, the thing is, there's not many games I could say that about either. No. No. The, it's kind um, of special in that way. <laughs> it is. I, I, you know, it's that whole Dynasty Warriors aspect, isn't it? You know, yeah. you, you'd leave your brain at the door and you can just. But mash your way through. You don't have to, you know. Yes, when you're doing like the harder level stuff, GM ones, GM twos, GM threes. There's that. Um, there is that element of of having to focus on what you're actually doing. But generally speaking, you can just leave your brain at the door for ninety percent of it and just yeah. mash your way through hordes of enemies, which yep. is fun. You know, it, it just it's nice just smashing the other shit out of folk. Yep. And there is that rinse repeat um, element of it. Like you, could, I could run the same stronghold over and over again just because I like to blow shit up in a big robot suit and i like to yeah. every now and then have a 0.0001% chance of finding something that might be fun to use i don't know <laughs> it's just yeah it just hooks you in but i i also feel like the division 2 is very different in that respect like i feel like at least for the early game like the, the, i'm not even close to getting to end game not even close whatsoever I've only played maybe 10 hours, so it might be a bit unfair to compare the two games based on the amount of playtime I've had with them. I've had a lot more time with Anthem, not as much with The Division. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so, you know, for all I know, I could get to the end game of The Division 2 and it'll be god-awful. But so far it's holding up. I, I feel like I'm having just as much fun with The Division 2 as I am with Anthem in the same kind of time. You know, going through the early game, I feel like I'm dropping just about as much loot. I don't feel like in Anthem I was trying to grab whatever I could. I feel like they dished out the loot fairly well throughout the early game so that you had a chance to try every different gun and see what you liked. With Division yep. 2, I feel like I'm having weapons and armor thrown at me. Sometimes it's less powerful than what I already had, but, you know, there's always more loot around the corner. But, yeah, they're both fun games. See, I, th I, th I think I think that like is telling, um, just on the, the comparison with um, even Division 1, and and you know, that's the sort of thing that I was worried about with the whole Destiny, Destiny Two, Division, Division Two. Um I was really worried that they would wipe the board for too much of uh, too much of what's happened with Division One. Um but like if you go back and play Division One again, you know, you're toiling to get a new weapon, you're toiling. Whether it's a better yeah. rated one or a, you know, you, you really struggle to make a step up. Um, you know, and there's no you're you're lucky if you get like new knee pads or if you get a new backpack, if you get you know, the the, the stuff doesn't it's not as free flowing. And people like the loot, you know, people like to see, oh, you know, shit, right, okay, I could I could lose some armor here, but I could gain like ten percent chance on a critical hit. You know, people people like that, you know. It's 
you could spend so long just in the early stage of the game chunking out your 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 kit you know i've, I've tried not to <laughs> tried not to make it the menu simulator but the first time i played the division man i had every single piece of armor that i got i was like oh right what can i do how can i analyze this and how can i make it best for my build and things um yeah you know so it's i, I feel like with i the feel t- like they have with the 10 hours i've had so far i feel like none of that matters yet so it's like yeah it's, yeah, it's hard for me to comment, then, comment on it at least in terms of the division two but i think that's you know more like from my mindset like i've not been approaching that at all in division two because i'm just like oh, fuck it you know I'll just get to level 30 or whatever it is yeah yeah exactly and then i'll look at the builds you know kind of like it was with anthem as well like i just, I just don't care all i'm doing is playing this until i get to the end and then i can start concentrating yeah. um you know then i think that's just the experience of like gaming isn't it you know it's not um it's not anything else it's not i, I wouldn't say that was the issue of the game like if i came at this game as a 14 year old or some shit you know i'd be meticulous with it and i would be i'd be going through absolutely everything and seeing like what would be my best and most perfected build you know because i've not like i'm not like oh, fuck i'm never going to complete this if i do that now you know yeah sure so um but yeah like i, I don't know if I'm, I'm from what i've played in the division so i've played like four or five six hours something like that i am so hopeful for the uh for the future they, they, yeah. they really seem to have taken on board all the criticisms and to be fair to them i mean shit like the way that the team had uh excuse me absolutely screwed up the game with division one and then brought it back you know they kept on they kept on working on it to make it better and they got there you know by the time they, they released 1.7 1.8 on a on division one folk were going back and they were they were enjoying the game again they were getting back into that they were hooked back into the, the game unfortunately by that time i'd rinsed all the uh all the the, the missions that you could possibly do hundreds mm. of times and i just i couldn't face them again you know but um but it does have that replayability, like you were saying about with Anthem. You can go back in, you quite like just going in and rinsing the enemies. There's definitely that element. I, I enjoy that. You know, it's 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 fun just going in and mashing folk. Especially once you get to that kind of overpowered stage that you can just, you can really start to eke away at their, uh, their health, you know? Yeah, for sure. Just feel like you're a god amongst men. I feel like if, if I was to pitch these two games to someone, I would say... Go pick up Anthem if you're looking for quite a casual experience. One that you can dip in and out of. One that you can just feel like you can hurl fireballs at people and rush in and just cause complete chaos. If you're looking for that kind of chilled out experience in a looter shooter, Anthem's your man. And if you want a bit more of a hardcore experience, one where, I don't know, you kind of feel the harshness of the environment a bit more. You kind of feel like you've always got your back against the wall. Division 2 is definitely going to be the one that treats you there. And I think it's quite evident as well in the fact that there's so much content in the early game of the Division 2, at least what I'm reading on paper. It's much more... It's mu- it's deeper. Like, Anthem's kind of got yeah. a bit of a wishy-washy story. I, I played through the story properly in terms of, like, listening to everyone, talking to everyone. And it's a nice story, but it's a bit wishy-washy. It's very much future sci-fi. Here's some crazy words and here's some shit's going down and there's shape of relics and, and cataclysms and you're like oh fuck it all right why not yeah sure <laughs> whereas in the division two it's I, I don't know maybe it's just because it's not it's, it's not like a futuristic sci-fi experience it's more of a real world experience i don't it's, know if that makes it more yeah. engrossing in terms of listening to the story and kind of i feel i, I feel a bit more of a connection relatable. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, with... you, when you're in the mechs and stuff, you know, you're kind of like you're a god amongst men, you know. Yeah. But when you're division, it's you know you are you you know your frailties, you know yeah. you you know you have to play sensibly. You have to um, 
you can't just go rushing in. You know, you you know that you're gonna you're gonna really cost yourself um, yep. if you if you mess up. You know, so I care um, more about dying know, in like Division a, Two. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, the only issue with dying in the anthem is the loading screens. Really, yeah. That's the only that's that's the biggest issue with the anthem is just see if they could cut out some of the loading screens. Just some of them, you know. Give us a menu, a, a, a CLI instead of a GUI. You know what I mean? For anything, I would chomp their hand off. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a different approach as well, like things like the loot. You know, we we talked about this when I was um, when I was streaming the game. When you go back to Fort Tarsus, um, in Anthem, you're made to feel like a human. Everything's slowed down. There's no music. There's no. There's a, a real lack of just general. You know. I kind of like that, crowd, even though you're in the market scene. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not. Saying I kind of like um, that because it. Uh, I think the dynamic of that, that slowdown you have when you get back to real life, when you're in the kind of social hub, um, in Anthem, I think that helps to amplify the experience you have when you're out there in the world in your in your suit, because it's like. But I just didn't feel it was like that social. You know, you, you look at division. You know, you, somebody has a conversation with him. You can still wander about. You don't have this talking head bullshit you know we've seen enough talking heads in yeah. games I'm, I'm done seeing talking heads and that's one of the things like that really turned me off from any of the cutscenes everybody every time you start a conversation everybody goes into the exact same fucking character pose you know it's just the heads are there and you can just keep on rattling the button to just get through the conversation just so you don't have to look at this head and bust it's just standing you know what i mean it's just it's fucking soulless Whereas the division, you know, the characters are a bit more animated, you know, and they're like, "Hey, man," you know, it's not like very formal. You know? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, if you look at Faye, she looks like she's been on something. The way she sometimes moves around, she strikes oh, poses and she's very animated. Her, like, I think Faye's a really cool character. Like they they oh, did a great uh, job on animating her. Her facial expressions are just they tell so much. Her eyes are really like I don't know. That's a good character in Anthem. Some of them are not so great, but Anthem, yeah, oh, Faye Faye's I mean, a good part could, of it. See, see if you played it like I did, and you just rattled B every time you got in a conversation. The characters constantly reset to the same pose. Oh yeah, as soon as you're so done, they, you it's know, like uh, they kind of go back into the yeah. mannequin pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or once, okay. yeah, once they're done with like that wee bit of conversation, it's um, I don't know, it just it, it, it detracts from the whole thing. The fact that like you go into the marketplace, and the marketplace is, it looks like it should be teaming with people, and it kind is teaming with people, but you know, you're like actually there's seven people here, and where's the marketplace sound? Do you know what I mean? There's no. It's weird because there, like, <laughs> there, yeah. there was there was sound in the beta, which is weird. Yeah. There was music in the beta oh, as wasn't. well. Yeah, yeah, yes, it needs music. There was like, kind of like yeah, music you know, playing, and like, you could hear crowd yeah. sounds. But then I don't know. In the full yes. release, it's not there anymore. And I'm, I, I, I was quite surprised at that. I thought that's a weird thing for them to choose to leave out of all the things. Yeah, they were like, ah, you know what? Maybe this market's like... too lively. <laughs> Fucking, there will be no market. We can have the three stalls, and that's it. I, I mean, like I don't know, I, I, maybe there's more than four, three stalls. I've never, I've never spoken to them unless I have to, you know. I think there is like five, but two of them are the exact same thing. One of them shows you your inventory, and the other one's the forge. And yeah, jeez, yeah. I, I mean, it's, what is the point? Yeah, What's I, like, like you see your inventory, so you don't have to load your. Yeah, you're you're forged to change stuff, but then you have to look. You know, oh, fuck. I'd say in terms of know, that it's, experience, it's I don't know. I think Anthem and the Division do different things in terms of storytelling. Like in the Division, I feel like this is my story. This is me 
contributing to this situation whereas in anthem i feel like this is the freelancer's story and i'm just the guy that gets to watch yeah 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 i, I would i would say that was fair and you know i wouldn't even i wouldn't even acknowledge the freelancer existed to be honest it's just something that gets in the way mm. of me and this big machine jumping yeah. things up for you that's kind of interludes and noise for me i quite enjoyed immersing myself into those stories but they're not amazing most of them are quite average stories to hear and uh, i don't know but like, like yeah. i said before i, mean, I like the dynamic of it being here's real life where it's nice and slow and people are just trying to live their lives and get by and then whilst you're out there in the open world in your suit you can fly as fast as you like and there's loads of action going on whatever i think that that dynamic is intentional and it works to its i'd say it works more towards the actual gameplay side of it doesn't work too well for the story side of it yeah yeah no i, I would say absolutely like you know they, they've nailed when you're in the suit when you are out there flying you know that that experience is is perfect you know as far as feeling big and powerful feeling you know like when i was watching people streaming it and i was like oh man they look they move so slow they look like they move so slow and cumbersome but you actually you feel weighty you know you don't feel cumbersome but you feel like you're yeah you, you have force behind every step and things you know like it's there, there's a nice yeah the animations are great like going from oh, jumping to thrusters on and flight looks so good feels so good like ah oh, it's beautiful yeah it does yeah that, that that yeah just jumping off the side of a cliff facing down just plummeting towards earth and then just you know boom banging it in the last second just banging on your your yes. thrusters and just flying away you know it's everyone's just, definitely done that it's too. beautiful it's just so satisfying oh shit yeah just like skating down off the um off the side of a, a, a waterfall mm-hmm. and uh you know just oh man yeah it, it's beautiful there's a few niggles with the controls obviously the um like trying to get something right above your head is a total pain in the ass the um all sort of jumping out flying away we bit away and then come back in yourself rather than just being able to fly up you know that it would be nice if there was a way to just kind of more than hover upwards yeah um, but you know that's a, that's a slight niggle um but yeah like i don't know it's a shame that anthem's getting such a bad rap but it's hard to it's hard to totally deny it deserves it yeah it's at the same time just to reiterate loving anthem really enjoying it oh yeah not don't regret yes. whatsoever any of the time i put into it but seeing these stories coming out every day especially on reddit seeing kind of the uh the state of the game and how people are picking it apart and finding all these issues with it it's like yeah well okay can't deny that and the game would be better for it if those things weren't there if they were improved upon but you know at its core i could still go back into anthem and have a lot of fun nothing stopping me from doing that no no but that's it I, th- I think the um it doesn't quite have the it doesn't quite have the hook to pull you back in um to look for the the loot per se i think it's more the gameplay that pulls me in rather than the loot whereas i think with division it will be the loot it'll be that grind to, to kind of perfect a build mm-hmm. will be the thing that really pushes me but, um, but just now with anthem i'm like i don't know like i apply stuff that's better and i feel like i'm weaker and i don't understand how their their cooldowns and things um how the cooldowns work yeah shit is just broken and then really like yeah it's, it's you can't you can't defend it because it's literally there you could everyone has seen it everyone has experienced some of these bugs you know 
cooldowns won't happen or I'll try and trigger my ultimate ability and it won't happen and then I can't zoom in on a gun and I can't reload or whatever like every time I play it there is an issue yes it's yeah. it's undeniable yeah, you know even just the the health bars disappearing and whatnot you know there's there's yeah. always something there's yeah. always something but hey but, you know, it's, it's fun course. I don't think I could if someone said to me I don't know if someone said to me I, I'm thinking of getting this game what do you think it would be like I don't know. I would say get it if you are looking for something that yeah you can casually play and just enjoy, it and you're not going to be too fussed about the loot because you're going to feel powerful no matter what. Yeah, I think you know to me it's again harking back to that Dynasty Warriors, and this is you know I'm sorry all the devs for Anthem you know and I'm not <laughs> saying that your game's the same like standard as Dynasty Warriors, but you know it's the same sort of gameplay. Like if you want to just go in and just mash the other shit out of folk, yeah, go for it. You know that this is the game to play because this is what it does. It does so well. Um, where it fails, it it fails pretty bad. I don't know if it'll ever come back from that. It's not, it's not a deepest experience. It's you know it's like an action movie. I don't necessarily watch an action movie for the plot. There's some action movies I do, but you know most of them it's more just a case of um, I'm watching them for the uh, for the for the effects, you know what I mean, for the, the cuts, not like, I'm not just saying it's only for the, the, the wee swanky bits, you know, but the, there's definitely an element of, um, I'm only interested in seeing how the things play out rather than the story, I'm not invested in the characters, you know, there, yeah. there's, and I'm, uh, you know, it's the Dynasty Warriors of Shooters for me, which, you know, it, 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 like, that's not a criticism, it's just, it's just what it is, you know. Yep. It's what the game's currently offering me, is fun gameplay. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm getting from it whereas with Division I'm getting right now at least I'm getting a good challenge because it's quite difficult at times especially as a solo player I haven't tried any activities with other players yet I've just been playing solo and the AI is much improved they're very intelligent oh, yeah. they yeah. flank like crazy yes. they force you out they rush you with melees and then sweep around you like it's it's really impressive the way that the they've updated the AI um, so yeah it's a challenge from the get go it's it looks great it's it's fun i like the uh immersion that quality that it's giving me like i said before i feel like this is my story i feel like i am the agent there even though they never say like a name or anything they just call you agent i still feel like yeah i could be this person i'm doing this this is me helping washington dc and i feel like as it stands the longevity of the division 2 I don't think you can question it right now. I think this is a game that's going to be standing in the next two years and still delivering. Um, with Anthem, unsure. Yeah. But hey, that's... But, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Well, that's pretty much all we have, I guess, for this week. Pretty yeah. much. What have you got lined up for the rest this. of the week? <laughs> so this week, um, I'm going to be streaming uh, just at the usual throughout the, uh, the week during the, the evenings. Um I'm going to be on Division pretty heavy. Um, yeah. I will probably dip into to Anthem a wee bit. I think, you know, Rocket League, I'm, I'm kind of done. With Same. New seasons coming it's up. Over. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm just going to leave it at the door. You know, just, I might nip into it for, for lunch breaks, but I'm not, I'm not making a big hoo-ha about it. I'm just, you know, saying bye-bye. We're done. You know, it's just, I can't, I can't handle that community so much anymore. Mm-hmm. It really it's killing me. So uh, yeah, I think for me, Rocket League. Uh, that side. It's now just an eSport for me. I don't want to yeah. play it anymore. Yeah, it's 
I just don't want to do it uh, anymore. I, feel, I, <laughs> I can't put myself through that shit anymore. I, I, I yeah. think I've, you know, finally reached my peak. I don't feel like the ranking system's fair anymore. I don't feel like there's a natural progression that you can do because That's of the, true. the multiple accounts and stuff that are out there. If they maybe fix um, the ranking so that people can be stopped from deranking so much, I might, you know, I might get back into it. But yeah, yeah, the current ranking system's really just not conducive to a good kind of spread of player skill. No, no, it's really not. it can be abused so easily. So, um, that's it. And it's just, you know, you've got people that are the, they get to the ranks they shouldn't be in and they're rubbish. You know, and you've got folk that, that are not in the ranks they should be in and they're, um, they're far too good. So, I don't know. It's, um, yeah, I think I'll, I'll put that in the back burner entirely mm-hmm. just now. Um, I'll try and get in some Stellaris as well. So, yeah, between Division, Stellaris and, uh, and Anthem, uh, my week's probably going to be pretty chalk to fill. Um, really just want to get my, my Anthem want to get my javelin up to level whatever it is that it takes to, to kind of hang out and do the the, the gm2s and um, try and get through some of them but yeah you, cool especially now they've upgraded up um up the drop rate mm-hmm. of stuff um seems like it could be could be good fun um obviously division um yeah if we can if we can get some time in on that yeah um, we need we do need to try out the multiplayer yeah, see to how that, that well. scales as well so it's a big aspect of it the fact yeah. you know we've only played the division solo currently and they themselves say that this is meant to be, you know, a co-op experience. So I think it'd be unfair for us to continue commenting on it without having tried some co-op as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the Spartan me, like, I played the Division 1 pretty much solo um, right through to the end. And I, I feel like the way that I play games and the way that I, I go slow through missions and stuff, you know, I, I don't think it's fair to, to hold other people back. Um, and I hate feeling like I'm rushed when I'm, I'm going through a mission. And, and I, I know... Some people just like to get the stuff done, and I like to get it done once I've done it, but just that first time, I just like to enjoy it and just enjoy the experience, and I hate feeling like I'm a burden and somebody else is playing through it, you know, and also hate feeling like I'm just chasing markers that are in the distance because I've not been following where I'm going because somebody hit the marker and ran off into the distance before that, you know, like, saw where we were supposed to go or anything like that, so, um, so yeah, I might might just rattle through to, you know, top tier. Maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm, I'm, you were saying like what, 40 hours of, of content yeah, to, to kind of the main game and the, the side story. So it's a decent chunk. I mean, I'm, I've, I'm 10 hours in and well, I'm not even know. level 10 yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like whatever, I don't know, probably five hours, level five, six hours, level five, something like that. Mm. So, um, yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll try and get our schedule sorted so we can, uh, we can rattle through some this week and, uh, yeah. Even if it's the case, just like if you don't mind repeating a story or mission, nah, you, no, you know we can we can sort of shout. Awesome, nice so Right, well, um, yeah. Thank you all for for listening in. Thank you for for stopping by tonight. Apologies, this wasn't such an, an interactive stream. Um, you know, this was very much a, a, a podcast that was being broadcast. Broadcast? Does that work? Um, not really. No, but, but you've you already know, done it, so. Yeah. So it's kind of done. Yeah, it's out there. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, you know, fuck it. <laughs> it's out there yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kill it while it's, it's already half dead. Um, yeah, it's been good fun. Yes. It's, um, we will definitely like hone this. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we're, we'll yeah, we're going to be looking for feedback too. So if you guys have any uh feedback that you have for us uh ways that we can improve because obviously this is the first time we've tried it um 
as well as doing it live you know it's a it's a big difference a lot of podcasts i doubt i doubt many podcasters do stuff live and then have it re-edited with the scope of the kind of cut down version being the best version but we want to you know we're both streamers at our core so we it felt natural to try and do it live as well i guess but yeah any kind of feedback you guys have or any any anything you also want us to talk about or any you know any topics that you think we could cover we'd love to hear about and yeah hopefully we'll Absolutely. get better and as we yes yes certainly can't get any worse mm-hmm. hopefully so uh, <laughs> um, as we said earlier in the, the, the show um make sure if you get any division pictures to uh, to yes. send them to us um on twitter tag um tag myself roadfit and cold for me um, just at Rorfit and at Cold Foamy um, on Twitter, you can you can get us that way. And make sure and use the hashtag FBombGast and we will uh, yeah, we'll pick them up as well. And um, yeah, we'll, I don't know, maybe even showcase the best of the best. There we go, we feature slot. <laughs> Which obviously doesn't work on the uh, the audio podcast. But we'll describe yeah, them closed in detail. captions. But for your ears. They're very pretty. <laughs> yeah, closed captions. <laughs> yeah, for your ears, yes. <laughs> A man enters the room. Beautiful. <laughs> well, this man is leaving the room. Fomi, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you. It has been an absolute blast. It has indeed. No, no, thank you. Yeah. And I will um, I will catch up with you very soon. Yes, indeed. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And thanks, everybody, for you who tuned in live. Uh, if you want to catch us on our next one, you know, make sure you follow us on Twitter. That way you can see when we are definitely streaming the next uh, podcast. But we're aiming to do it every Sunday, I guess. So... Hopefully we'll see you next Sunday for whatever we have in store. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Much love, everyone. Ta-ta. Oh, see, I need I need the nice boomy voice. Boom. You're going to have to do it with the air. Uh, there we go. Yeah, that's <laughs> about right. <laughs>